0: Dear Cheap Astronomy Selfies in Space Buzz Aldrin claims to have taken the first selfie in space in 1966 where he'd fixed a Hasselblad camera onto the hull of Gemini 12 and then just leant back before triggering the camera. Later on in 1969, Neil Armstrong took an accidental selfie. The only still photo of him on the moon where he and his camera are reflected in Buzz Aldrin's visor. Indeed, helmet visor reflection pictures are a bit of a thing. You can take a selfie of yourself against an interesting background, and then also capture the foreground reflected in your helmet visor. And some of the older helmet visor reflection pictures, including the accidental Neil Armstrong selfie, have been unwrapped meaning the image that was captured on the concave surface of the visor has since been flattened out with imaging software, so you can see that image in its original configuration. In reality, it's a bit meh. To be sure, it's technically challenging and historically significant, but those reflections were mostly low-res to start with, so even after the unwrapping, it still looks meh. Anyhow, feel free to Google Buzz Aldrin visor unwrapped if you're interested. And we do digress. This week's question is really about robot selfies in space. So firstly, brace yourselves for a shock, folks. All those fabulous NASA promotion shots of Cassini in orbit around Saturn or New Horizons flying past Pluto are just composites. The drawn image of a spacecraft against the real image of the planet it's visiting, although sometimes even those are drawn too. For example, promotional pictures of the Parker Solar Probe are always shown against an artistically enhanced red sun, since a blindingly white real sun just wouldn't look as good. But of course, the best robot selfies of all have been taken by the Mars Rovers. Spirit and Opportunity took photos of themselves from above using their mast-mounted cameras. These selfies initially showed both rovers' solar panels becoming increasingly dusty over time, but later being cleaned up a bit after a gust of wispy Martian wind. And the newer Curiosity and Perseverance rovers are able to do more interesting selfies using cameras on their mobile arm. So their selfies are either front or side views of the rover, and you get a nice panoramic view of the Martian landscape in the background. The apparently invisible camera is achieved by the joining up of around 60 separate photos, where any parts of the rover that have been obscured by the camera arm in one shot are overlaid by another shot from a slightly different angle. Incidentally, there's also a photo of the very first Mars rover, Sojourner, on Mars in 1977, although that was taken by a camera on the nearby Pathfinder lander. But alas, it's not likely we'll see selfies from interplanetary spacecraft anytime soon. There's not a lot to be gained from visualising a spacecraft that flies through a vacuum. You might spot the odd micrometeorite dint and other surface degradation from cosmic rays and sunlight, but there's not a lot you can do about such damage, even if you can see it. And putting a camera on a swivel mount just adds a potential point of failure to billion-dollar decade-long missions. For example, it wouldn't have been a good look for NASA to have New Horizons' camera stuck in selfie mode, as it did its one and only flyby of Pluto. On the bright side, though, the recent uncrewed and hence robotic Artemis I mission to the moon did manage to take some nice shots from its externally mounted cameras, which did capture large parts of the craft, along with the Earth and the moon in the background. While the scientific and engineering benefits of having a spacecraft in shot are fairly low, those shots do manage to give you a feeling that we've really been there. So, whenever it's possible, and represents no major cost or risk to the mission, then it's certainly worth doing.